When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, Tim Wright here, and as always with uh, our good friend Dr. Michael Gurian, who is up there in Spokane, Washington. Michael, how is Spokane today? Hey, it's great today. We're supposed to get those 50 to 70 mile an hour winds tomorrow that knock our oh, trees my. down. So I'm, I'm glad we're doing this before that. <laughs> yeah, and you, you've already had that once this year. Yeah, we lost power for five days. Uh, oh my goodness. In January, yeah, we get yeah. these terrible winds. But no, today's very pretty. Good. Well, we're, we're heading up into the... Uh, 90s here so it's oh it's gosh. it's tough living in phoenix but we'll someone's <laughs> got to do it so i'm willing to try uh we've got um a really interesting question from um i would say another part of the world but the person who sent this to us that's her part of the world so uh, she's writing to us who are in another part of the world if any of that right. makes sense right um and so before we get to it uh we do want to make sure that we mention up front our uh sponsors because we don't want to forget them during the podcast. Our first sponsor is Greg Jantz, Dr. Greg Jantz, and the great folks up there at the Center of Place of Hope. And um they've been with us almost since the beginning. And we're so grateful to their sponsorship and particularly we're grateful because uh, Greg and his team provide such help for people going through a lot of different issues. And um if you are ever going through a uh, an addiction problem or depression problem, anxiety problem with you or your family, and you need a place to start, that's a good place to start right there, whether it's Greg's books or even talking to them about the work that they do at their clinic. It's a place of hope, the center of place of hope up in the Seattle area, Everett, Washington, and uh, you can uh, reach them through wonderofparenting.com, wonderofparenting.com, and we've got a link there for you. And then we've got our newer sponsor. They've been with us now for a little while. Uh, and that's the Ford School, and Michael's been working with them over the past several months. Michael, what's the latest? Yeah, yeah, a wonderful school in Tennessee, residential treatment for boys 14 to 17. And um, uh, they started, you know, they started uh, like six months, eight months ago, right? It's a new school that's part of a system that already exists. There's uh, the Embark and Kalo group that has a number of schools. This was a new school. Well, now, not, and, and it's new, they keep adding boys they have a room for more um, they just do a great job with uh, young males and so it's residential treatment so that means if you know a male of that age group a teen male who's having issues having trouble you know fitting in in school who's having issues with uh, anxiety depression trauma developmental trauma um, uh, look up the Ford school it's on our wonderofparenting.com and there's a link there. And then I will also mention the Gurian Institute. If you go to gurianinstitute.com, you'll see uh, immediately our summer institute, which is going to be in June, late June, and where it's our it's going to be on on Zoom, uh, just to be able to accommodate everybody as people are you know getting vaccinated and getting back to normal. We decided to do it uh, do this last one probably on Zoom. So you get you know between 20 and 24 hours of content over a period of eight days uh and uh, it's it's very low price so look at um uh 
look at greeninstitute.com for that. So our question today comes uh, to us from a, a, uh, a mom of two children, and um, her question's somewhat unique because of the cultural context in which she lives. And yet I think we're going to probably find uh, that there's some common ground with uh, some of the challenges that maybe some of our other listeners are wrestling with today with their kids. So I'm going to read the question, and, uh, and then we'll see where it takes us. Uh, first, I would like to thank you for your wonderful podcast. I've been a faithful follower of your show for a long time. We appreciate that. I've been waiting, or I've been wanting to write to you for many months now, but I have postponed it. The main reason is because I know my problem is quite peculiar. I live in the Middle East, so single parenting is not well looked upon. More than single parenting is being pregnant without being married. Because of this, I got married with a cousin of mine so I could protect my job. I am a very successful, empowered woman with a job where women are minority. We are currently 3% of the employees. To achieve this position, I've worked very hard for a long time. All this dreaming to get a good life quality for my family. I was dating someone for a long time, always dreaming of having a family with him. Unfortunately, we changed and he became someone whom I don't feel would be good uh, would be a good role model for my kids. Has a lot of details, but there's no need to talk about it. I am now currently a mother of two lovely girls, which were conceived through IVF with a sperm donor. My parents are currently living with me and helping me take care of them. We are all very loving and have a good life, a good quality of life. We are completely in love with my children. They're going to be almost one year. My problem is that I need some guidance to explain to them who their father is. I also need to protect them from getting hurt. Please take into account that there are many religions and cultures here where this could be controversial. I would appreciate help from you. Thanks so much. So, Michael, I know that uh, one of the great advantages that you have in answering this question is you've lived in cultures like that, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And... um, it's such an interesting question, particularly for those of us who uh, maybe live here in the United States or Australia, our listeners there, or or Great Britain, where this this wouldn't necessarily be an issue unless we're in a really tight religious culture, for example. Um, and so maybe that will speak to some of us. But as you were reading this, what were some of your first initial thoughts? And then we'll go from there. Yeah, I it did take me back. Uh, I lived as a kid for two years in India, which is not the Middle East, but um, there is a lot of this there. And then I lived for two years um, as an adult. Gail and I lived in Turkey. And Turkey is more of a Western democracy than I think she lives in. I'm guessing she lives somewhere on the Arabian Peninsula. That's just a guess. So Saudi Arabia, that that sort of a place. Um, uh, but I But I get it. I mean, I definitely get where she's coming from. And I think, just for our listeners who may be a little confused, I think she doesn't give us all the information, but I think she is still presently probably married to her cousin, but it's on paper. Um, maybe she's divorced from him, but maybe for her job, she's married to her cousin, but it's, you know, it's, a, it's on paper. They're not living together or anything like that. It's a, it's a convenience and necessary for her to have her relatively high position in her field. Um, uh, so then she has these two daughters in vitro and and um, uh, and she's living with her two parents but not living with the cousin and of course she's not with the, that other guy anymore that she liked but she's decided not to be with him. So her constellation it sounds like is her, the two parents and then these two one-year-olds. 
Okay, so the question, uh, girls, so the, the question is a really tough one. And I, I don't think I or anyone can say we can give a completely science-based answer. Uh, I'm going to give an attempt. Uh, and the reason is that I don't think we study this. I think this is very personal. What parents tell kids about the parent who does not exist in their lives, right? Now, in some cases, the mom has died and the dad has to tell kids something. In some cases, the dad has died. Um, now with in vitro, the dad in this case, uh, of course, the dad is the one who they don't know. They don't know who he is. Uh, and she, these one-year-olds are not necessarily asking her yet. I mean, anything her t she tells them is probably gonna work for now. Um, uh, but she's right that she sort of has to pre-plan. So I, I think given the culture that she's in uh, to help her daughters, I think as it becomes a question or an issue, um, I think she should consider making something up until they're old enough to understand, you know, what actually happened, uh, understand what in vitro is. Uh, so if they ask her at one or two uh, or three, you know, if they ask her, where's dad? I don't think they're going to understand what in vitro is. They're not going to understand what sperm is or any of this, right? They're too young. So. I think with those little brains, you create a story and everyone tells that story. And I'm sure, you know, people, we've seen this in movies. We've seen this, maybe you've, people have seen it in their own lives where, where they just have said, well, dad died a hero. Or, you know, you create a story of who dad is that gives the kids, you know, something to hold on to, um, something to respect and love. And then when they get old enough, then tell them the truth. Uh, I would, you know, again, I'm. this is not science-based because I don't think this has been well-researched, but that would be my suggestion based on the email she sent us. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow, that's that's an intriguing concept. So my my question then would be, what are the parameters of a story that you tell so that when you do get to the truth, you don't completely lose trust with your daughters because they'll say, you've lied to me all these years. Right. Um, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, yeah. So, so it was, uh, is there a way to tell a story that gives them enough information that will hold them without creating such a fantasy that once they get to an age, uh, it just blows up their world? Yeah. Uh, there are a couple things I think she has to do er, and look at, and we don't have this information. One thing is she has to see if she can in some way position the cousin, either position him in or out of this. So there, at some point, they're going to understand she's married to him. 
unless she's divorced from him. She doesn't tell us this. Maybe they divorced. But if it is still a marriage on paper, at some point they're going to under, understand what marriage is and they're going to understand this man is over here. Uh, so her story is going to have to say something about him. Not saying he's the dad, but it's going to have to be a story that includes him and includes him as not the dad. Um, and And then... She should not, I don't think, wait until they're 17 or 18. To your point about the trust, if she waits till they're, you know, adults and tells them the truth, that, I think, you know, does destroy trust. But I'm talking about telling them when they can understand what in vitro is and when it's safe in her culture. Um, yeah. Because she's made it really clear that she has to be very careful yeah. about the the role of a, of a man and a father uh in a marriage to keep her job. So when she'll create that story and then when they're old enough and it's safe for her in her culture and her job to tell them the truth, so they're old enough to understand it, it's safe for her, do it then. Don't wait till 17. That's gonna be, well, in terms of safety for her job, I don't know when that's gonna be, but in terms developmentally for these kids, um, uh, if it's safe to tell them the truth, uh, and by safe, what I mean is, she doesn't want them to go tell other people. Uh, she's made that very clear. She doesn't want her daughters to go tell other people, you know, actually, I'm not really married to that my cousin. Yeah, yeah. And I am a little girl who was actually born in a in a test tube, right? She's being very clear. She does not want that. So, so she has to wait until they're old enough to be able to not go out and tell other people that. So when will that be? That's going to depend on them. They're both one year old. So hopefully developmentally they'll hit it at the same time, uh, maybe seven or eight. Um, certainly they'll be able to stand, understand by then what in vitro is. And, um, uh, but she may choose to wait till nine or 10. And then when she, when she tells them, she'll just be really clear and say, okay, here is why I could not tell you the truth. This is not a matter of trust now. You can trust me. <laughs> I in fact have done exactly what I had to do to protect you girls, given the culture I live in. And so I, think if she positions it that way, uh, she will not lose their trust. Hmm. Yeah, that's helpful. I think that's good. Um, it, uh, we're, we're sort of walking the plank here on this one, right? We're, we're out there um, trying to imagine that we're living in that world, and you have far more experience with that. I have none. Um, thinking about even uh, parents in, in cultures where it's okay uh, to be pregnant outside of marriage. It's okay maybe not to have uh, a man in the house for you to survive and so on. And, and even still, the, the stories that uh, single parents will tell their children about dad. Well, you know, my, my friend's got a dad. Where's my dad? Um, and, and how we handle that with little kids. So it's a developmental thing in part is what you're saying. And the stories we tell uh, have to give them enough to hold them um, and yet not so much that they create this whole fantasy that will just turn in on them once they hear what's really going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, so is there a way then, uh, you know, because now, now we're just, we're just, uh, talking, uh, is there a way to deflect and rather than answering, uh, this question specifically, where's daddy? to say, uh, you know, here's what I want you to know. Uh, Daddy's not here, but Grandpa's here, and Grandpa loves you. 
and grandma's here and grandma loves you and I'm here and I love you. Can you deflect or do kids need something that says dad is here or there? Yeah, and that's a really good question. And this is why I think the reason that um, in situations like this, that sometimes the mom will will have the da- have the dad have died, you know, he's a soldier who died as a hero or, you know, where he's dead is is that um, that the child doesn't have to grow up between, say, birth and eight or birth and nine, you know, whenever it is that she does tell the child doesn't have to grow up asking the question, why doesn't my father love me? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. why isn't my father, if my father loved me, he would be here. Got and it. everything the mom does is going to be an excuse for the dad not being here. Yeah. And so the dad doesn't love me. I'm one, I'm two, I'm three, I'm four. My daddy doesn't love me. So I think this is why people have concocted stories about and had the father be dead. Hmm. And if the father is dead, then the child never, it does not have to spend all of those years battling with the developmental trauma of not uh, having that attachment and of not being loved by that primary uh, parent. So that I I kind of think it's possible if she goes down the road we're talking about, she may not, you know, I mean, again, all we have is a few paragraphs. We're, we're just shooting in the dark, hoping we're helping her. If she goes down this road based on her culture, I think she will construct a story that fits her culture mm-hmm. for him. And if, um, and I think just the crux question that she has to ask is she knows her children. She knows her parents. She knows her constellation in the family. What will be healthiest for them in their development? Will it be healthier for them to think the dad is is dead um, for this period of time where they can't understand what in vitro is? Would it be healthier for them to think he's dead and make him into kind of a hero who loves them from from heaven, you know, or whatever fits for her? Would that be better? Or does she want something kind of more in between that she can construct that she thinks will fit? And, and, and my question to her is simply going to be, always consider whatever you construct, always consider how, how to help those girls not to feel unloved by that dad. Mm. Um, and, you know, just construct what does not make them have to every day go to sleep thinking, my father doesn't love me. Right. That would be the crux thing as she constructs her story. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And, and uh, uh, just to pick up a point you made earlier, it's really important that her mom and dad buy into that same story. Yeah, they're going to have to tell. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. They'll construct it together probably. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good point. Um, 
Now, I'm wondering, this is probably a little bit different than, say, the uh, the single mom uh, where the dad has abandoned the kids. Uh, in this case, dad dad didn't abandon the kids. There's not a a, a dad dad there. It's it's uh, right. a sperm donor was anonymous. Right. So let's let's take it to. I'm sure we've got single moms out there, uh, and maybe even single dads where the mother abandoned the family. Um, how do they do that? How do they? construct that story for the time being because they know that the real story is going to be somewhat devastating for them. Yeah. In, in those cases, usually they're, they're honest. Um, um, well, if the children are one year old, let's, let's construct a parallel scenario. Um, uh, mother and father had this child, but Father didn't want the child. We're just constructing a scenario. Father mm-hmm. now lives three thousand miles away. Has nothing to do with the child. Okay. Right. Or mom kicked him out and said, "I don't want you. Go, go. Yeah. I'm going to raise this child myself." Whatever happened, the father is gone. So what I'm always trying to, with single moms, always saying is, no matter what happened, you know, whether you kicked him out, whether he abandoned you, no matter what happened, just try as hard as you can when you're relating about him to the kids, as hard as you can not to attack him. You know, construct the story of what happened honestly, but construct it as um, he had to. Go, you know, he had to go somewhere else. He couldn't live with us. Um, if they can understand that he's addicted, then tell that honestly. You know, um, he's not. He's not well. Uh, or our marriage wasn't well. As they get older, they can understand that. They can't understand mm-hmm. it. One, and you know, keep keep telling them the truth uh, without bashing the the. The constant bashing of the guy, that that doubles the trauma, mm-hmm. right? The child's already going to have trauma because the father does does not love them, mm-hmm. and they're going to feel that because the father is gone, and especially if he has opted out, yep. you know, uh, or, or if if uh, yeah. So especially there, they're going to feel that abandonment. What we call abandonment anxiety, or you know, they're going to feel abandoned. Um, we don't want to then add on that he is a terrible person. Because then, remember, they came from him, you know? So these kids are then going to have to be trying to self-construct knowing that half of them is terrible, right? Mm. We don't really want to do that to him. We just want to tell him the truth that he abandoned or, or whatever happened and, and then say, you know, but he, ha- he had these really good qualities and hopefully you'll get those qualities. And one day when you're older, you know, I know you'll go find him and that'll be very important for you, you know, or not. I mean, however that works out. Right. That's, I think, better than hitting them with both he abandoned you and he's bad. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, um, boy, that's a, a tough road for single parents, isn't it? Especially if the guy was bad and, you know, he was. Oh, yeah. Sometimes he mean, was. Yeah, that's true. Yep. In most know, cases, mean, he's not, but in some yep. cases, he is. Yeah. And, and maybe you're right. Just didn't want anything to do with the child or the marriage didn't go well. Um, and um, uh, to, to, it's such a fine line, I think, for that, that single mom in this case to try to speak honestly without being derogatory. Uh, but but uh, what I hear you saying, and I hope our listeners are hearing you say, this is really insightful. Uh, we're doing this for the sake of the development of our children because we, don't, we want to lessen the trauma as much as possible. Yes, we we want to lessen it as much as possible. That's true, and we want to protect their self development. Yep. So that they don't think that 
half of who they are is bad. Yeah. You know, we're, 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 there's the self is, it's resilient, but it's fragile. And, and we're trying to help them develop to, to find in themselves the assets that he had and inculcate those assets. And if, if he's condemned constantly, and again, you did mention some, I mean, if the father's a sociopath and he's in prison, okay, there's really nothing, you know, that single mom is, is just going to have to be honest. And that's that. But in most cases, he's not that in most cases, um, he's actually a, a decent person, but they're not living together and he's not raising this child with her for whatever reason. So uh, that's where we want to figure out what his assets are. And the mom can help the children construct a self by talking about the assets that he had, even while saying, you know, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm going to always be angry at him. Yeah. Um, but I understand he had assets and he's your father. And so I'm not gonna, you know, I want you to find these assets in yourself. I think that's a better conversation. Uh, but I ne- would never tell anyone to be dishonest. The only reason I'm saying in this case with these one-year-olds to construct a story is that this is a, you know, this this is not a situation where the dad is known. This is where the dad is unknown. Right. So it is as if he's dead, and we, and until they're cognizant enough, we have to protect that. Right. And in a culture where it sounds like for the protection of these girls, there needs to be some sort of father figure somewhere in the story. Yeah, and that's part of why she married. Well, and yeah. also for uh, married the cousin, and and also for um, for their development. Mm-hmm. She's right; they're going to ask. Yep. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Well, I uh, we appreciate the question. We appreciate you listening, and um, uh, for challenging us to to think through this question along with you. And um, uh, we we hope we hope things go well, and that this maybe was helpful for you, Michael. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, that was a that was a very interesting question, and thanks to the yep. writer of this question. Yep. And uh, if you've got questions for us, you can go to wonderofparenting.com, wonderofparenting.com. There is a submission form there for you, and you can send us your questions. And as you can see, we'll do our best uh, to try to bring some insight to them. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Thank you so much, Michael. Uh, thanks, Tim. Thanks, everyone. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.